Dark Days of Dorothy Gale contains content not suitable for children. Listener discretion is advised. Darker Days of Dorothy Gale Chapter 26 The Heretic Year 198 Two frigid years passed before he felt the emotionally warm hand gently caressing his head. The lion looked up to see who was there. A tall man, a stranger, rugged in his looks. He was not a large man, though his body appeared rather bulky, due to the fact that he was wearing several large coats. Some sort of animal skin rested on his head, covering his ears that would have otherwise frozen. Despite the long scarf that wrapped around his head and covered his mouth, his words were clear as day. You look like you could use a friend, he said in a calming voice, as he gently ruffled the lion's matted, frost-bitten mane. Come with me. I will provide you with warmth, shelter, companionship, courage. A grand beast such as yourself deserves more than this. Better than this. The stranger slowly stood up and moved on. The lion lay on a hill at the edge of the vast cemetery. A large bonfire burned in the center, throwing out a large white plume of smoke into the stark blackness of the night sky. The graves were all dug up and opened, from each one burned a bright orange fire. I've got something for you, said the stranger, as he dragged the large carcass of a collida up the hill. He dropped it in front of the lion. Eat, friend. The lion looked at it hesitantly. You are nothing but skin and bones, said the stranger placing a gentle hand on the lion's back as the once mighty beast inched toward the gift. Though you lack the ability to speak, I know you understand the words I say to you. Together they looked out over the camp, and its many citizens hard at work, digging the graves and lighting the fires. The stranger smiled and let out a well-mannered sigh. When the lion finished his meal, the bones of the Kaleida picked clean. The stranger stood up and led him on a tour of the encampment. These people are my followers, and I, their prophet. We are a community of nomads, traveling this wasted land. You, my sad beast, are welcome to join us. 
The warmth of the burning graves felt comforting to the lion, who had spent years in the Arctic cold, awaiting Dorothy's return. The smell of burning death was not grim or distasteful to the creature, whose very nature was that of a large predator. In fact, he quite liked it. The stranger stopped and watched as five of his followers pulled a body from a freshly exhumed grave. They followed as the corpse was pulled through the camp, the stranger explaining what was happening. This is the body of Epicurus, a heretic. He believed more in the value of life than he did in the value of death. You see, for us, life is but a stepping stone, a series of trials and tribulations. Death and the afterlife is what's important. We live our lives so that we may exist in paradise once they are over. Epicurus believed there is no life after death. He believed there was no soul to speak of. Believed one should do their best to make this world their own paradise because there was nothing after it. The stranger's followers placed the decayed and mummified body of Epicurus on a large wooden platform, his neck resting in a guillotine. A small child stood next to it, hand on a sturdy wooden lever. She looked down at the body before looking to the stranger. He nodded, and with a gleeful grin on the child's face, she put all her weight into throwing the lever back. The blade came down swiftly and heavily. The head of the heretical Epicurus came off and rolled into the crowd as everyone cheered raucously. We will be living here only for a short time, said the stranger to his companion. Time enough for you to regain your strength. Then we will move onward. The East awaits us. The Lost Queen awaits us.